You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. Eoch Tanuyap. Kwiget Yuans Kwiens Na. Hi, everybody. My name is Kwiget Yuans. I'm a member of the Squamish Nation and the Yagalanis Clan of the Haida Nation. You're listening to Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. We live, work, play, and broadcast from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. This episode is on crafts that you can get for the holiday season, which is right now very exciting. But first, let's put on our theme song, Possibilities by Key Sarah. The song you just heard is Possibilities by Key Sarah. Key Sarah is a mother-daughter duo from Ontario, and the daughter who is singing is on the autism spectrum. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. This episode is going to be on crafts that you can buy as gifts for the holiday season, which is right now. My first guests today are Simon and Carolyn, who are a brother-sister duo who make soaps for Simon's Soap Box. Thank you so much, both of you, for being on my show. First off, off the bat, what motivates both of you to create soap why do we make soap 
-hmm. Those are the kinds of soap we make. Mm -hmm. Lavender, yeah. Uh, why do we make soap? And make it soap. We uh, we make soap together. We started as a hobby, as a brother and sister team, and we've been making soap together for two and a half years. And I think I'd say we make soap together because we like to make soap together. Liking to make soap together, it's a fun activity, especially starting it over COVID. That's right. And it's almost like a hobby for both of you. Yeah, it started as a hobby. We made lots of soap for our friends and our family. Uh, and then we saw it as an opportunity to uh, start a business. Business. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean for our business? Business. Do we give our soap away? Give it away. Do we give it away? No. No. What What happens? People buy our soap. We're not buying our soap. People buy our soap. Where do they buy our soap? It's money. They give us money. Give money. And where on the internet? As in much. Yeah. So people put an order in our website. Yes, sir. And what do we do then? Uh, we bring our soap to the post office. No, post office. Yeah, so we ship our products and we organize for pickup. Yeah. And we do markets, so mm. craft fairs and markets. Make. I've seen both of you at craft fairs as well at the We Belong craft market and the Inclusion craft market from Possibilities. Are you doing other craft markets soon? Yeah. What is our next no. market? Uh, yes, Merrick. No. What day is our next soap sale? Saturday. This Saturday? No, Saturday. And next Saturday? Next Saturday. And the Saturday afterwards? And the worst. Yes, yeah, the sun, we go Justin. Yes, you're going to the Giants game. Justin. Yeah, Simon is a hockey fan. So when Simon is not at a soap sale Just selling some. his products, he likes to go to the Vancouver Giants. That's so yeah. exciting to go to yeah, the so Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver yeah. Giants yeah. game. Yeah. So we operate our business out of New Westminster. So we do a lot of markets here in New Westminster. So this summer we did the farmer's market. We do New West Craft, uh, and we do a couple other local events. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so much fun. I work in New West mm -hmm. at Douglas College. It's so. a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of connections that way. And getting out and knowing everyone there as well, knowing a lot of people because of the craft markets. Yes. Yeah. What have been some of the highlights or positives now making your own soap, Simon? Your soap? Yeah. What's What's your favorite part? Uh, tree peppermint. You like the tea tree peppermint? Yeah. Part. But what's your favorite job? No. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's good to say your favorite yeah. soap. That's a good thing to know. Sunshine? Sunshine is a good soap too, yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite job for the soap business? Soapiness. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Mix up. Oh, you like to mix. Miss. Simon likes to mix. So part of the process for making soap involves using an immersion blender. And so Simon's part is, is uh, he, he works the immersion blender when we're mixing the soap. And what else do you do? So? Swirls. No, go. Swirls. So when we pour the soap into the mold, we have different colors that we add. We add clays to change the color of the soap. And then Simon has tools that um, he uses to make swirls in the soap. And so we call it Swirls by Simon. Yeah. Swirls by Simon. Right now I'm using your rosemary mint soap in my shower. That's my favorite soap as well. Oh, she likes rosemary mint. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll go on. Do you want to uh, tell Allison about what's in this bag? 
the dose on the shoulder yeah and the tower. so i'm just opening a cloth bag and this is a special collaboration we've done with another business so it's a set we've made of da -da. bar of soap and a tin what's in the tin da -da. it is a da -da. it's a candle yes who made this candle check up jacob who is jacob Mm. Uh, well, he's your friend, right? No, my bad. Yeah. And yeah. he has a candle business. And so one fun part about our business is in the last two years, we've met lots of other little businesses. And we've been able to collaborate and work together by uh, trading our products and making gift sets. So we're pretty proud of how... We've worked with other businesses, like BU Candles by Jacob. Ooh, it would smell so nice, both your soap and your friend's candles in the little gift set. That collaboration, that partnership must have been so much fun. It's so fun. Yeah. What sort of things did we do with Jacob? That job? Yeah. Uh, hmm. He, he's moved away, but last year mm -hmm. we we got to do markets together, right? Yeah. We would share tables. Yeah, and we would spend the day together. Yeah, yeah it was fun. Yeah, that must have been so much fun. What have been some of the hard parts of doing the business and making soap? Is there a hard part? For making soap? Making soap? And soap sales. Soap sales. Is there a hard part? No. No? No. Oh, I have some hard parts. You know what's hard for me? Is sometimes we go to a market and there's not very many people because it's raining outside. Many outside. Then that is very hard when we put a lot of work into something and the weather means that there's not very many people. It's hard to let people know about our business. It's hard to figure out how we can spread the word. It's a lot of work to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But making soap is good. <laughs> we've uh, we've made soap for so long. We've made thousands of bars of soap together. Uh, we've we've uh, we've got that part down. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Making soap is the easy part. It is. I think so. It's yeah. the fun part. It's our favorite part, right? That's why we have our slogan. We make soap together. That's uh, that's the best part for us. Yeah. Well, it's the best part for me. Do you like that part? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But it would be really hard to sell soap and go to all of the markets and it not having a lot of people there. Yeah. I think to run, a, to run an e-commerce business, um, one thing we've learned is that uh, shipping is very expensive in Canada. And so we've had to figure out how we can um, make that worth it for our customers. And we've had to figure out what is the best place to bring our product so we get people who want to have um, fair trade shea butter soap for, for themselves. It's been good. We've been like, it's, the business has been uh, like a really big success for us. It's a, we're a small business, but it's, it's our, it's our jobs. So it's been good. Yeah. That's good. It's one of those nice things to buy local and support small business. Yeah. We appreciate, we are so grateful for our customers who uh, get to know us and get to know our products and um, support us in that way. With that, don't go anywhere because there will be more on the self-advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Allison Klein. Hey, Jim, did you know you can adopt a show for less than $20? Really? So does that mean for 100 bucks I could adopt a whole month? Yeah, and if you're cheap, you could choose February and just pay 80 bucks. Vancouver Cooperative Radio. CFRO 100.5 FM. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. 
You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Mira. This episode is on crafts for the holidays because we're in the holiday season. Right now, I am talking with Simon and Carolyn of Simon's Soap Box. And they're a local-based soap company, which is awesome. We should buy soaps from Simon's Soap Box. For people who have disabilities who want to make soaps for a hobby or to make soaps to start a business, what's one piece of advice both of you you would give to that person? If someone else wants to start a business making soap, yes, so what do you say? What what would help them? Uh huh. That's a tricky question, eh? Again. It's hard to think. So I think if I think about if someone else is going to start a business, I would encourage them to think about a plan to sell their product. Um, you have to make sure you have a good quality product that people will want, but then you need to figure out how will they buy it? How will they know about you? How will they... Um, yeah, how will they get your product? Um, there's lots of ways to do a business. Uh, we use Instagram and social media and a website and markets. We do lots of different things. So I would encourage people to think about how they want to, how they want to sell their product to people. It's really important. Yeah. Do you like selling soap, Simon? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 We like to go to a market. What do we do at a market? Market? What are the steps? Ah. Uh, we have to load up the car. About car. And then we get there. Gonna. And we have to put the products gonna. out on the display. Yeah. Set up a tent sometimes. Touch. Yeah. You know, Allison, I was just thinking one thing Simon and I have started doing uh, in this year is we started running workshops where together we teach people how to make bath bombs. Ooh. And we've that has been a really fun project for us and an interesting and surprising way that our business has developed. Right? Yeah. Where do we do our bath bomb workshops? Bath bomb. Where? Mark Mark and Jessica. So there is a store in New Westminster uh, called The Refill Stop, owned by a woman named Jessica. And she has a brother named Mark, who Simon knows. Yeah. And so Jessica and Mark have hosted us in their store to teach bath bomb workshops. and we did one in uh, earlier this fall, and we're going to do some more in the new year. Uh, and so that has been a fun, a fun way for us to develop our business in collaboration with other businesses like the Refill Stop. Yeah, that would be so much fun, and to learn how to make those types of things and like bath bombs so much fun bath bombs are easier to make than soap because with soap you're using a chemical and so you need to do a little bit of learning before making it because you need to learn how to make it safely Uh, and there are also rules in canada around registering your products that are bath and body products before you sell them so people who are considering starting a bath, a soap or a bath bomb business should do some research about how they can follow the rules. To do research to follow the rules, so important. How can the listener find Simon's Soap Box and buy soaps from both of you? Yeah. How can people buy our soap? Buy soap. Yeah, we have some new soaps this fall. 
Wildwood and Breeze. We're very excited to yeah. launch that. Yeah. But so we have a we have a couple events on November 25. We'll be at the Herbert Spencer Christmas Craft Fair here in New Westminster. Yeah, Christmas Craft Fair. December 2nd, we'll be at the New West Craft Night Market. Uh, and people can order off our website, uh, simonssoapbox.com. And people can find us on social media too. We post on Instagram about how we make soap together and uh, like to interact with people there too. And yeah. so our Instagram is simons underscore soapbox. So people have to go to both craft fair events in New West and to your website and to check out on Instagram what both of you are doing. Lots of ways for people to connect with us, to meet us in person, to order our products. We can send them uh, to you, uh, ship them across across Canada and the United States. That's wonderful to be so accessible like that and to have it shipped across Canada and the U.S. Yeah. We've learned a lot about boxes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Boxes and the post office. Post office. And taping boxes. Yeah. And wrapping things so they don't get damaged. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a big job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big job, but it's a wonderful job. Yeah. Thank you both so, so much for talking with me today. And I'm so excited to go see you guys again at the craft fairs. Okay. Thanks, Allison. It's been wonderful to meet you. Yeah. Don't go anywhere because there will be more on The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Attention, Co-op Radio members. We have changed the date for the annual general meeting. The AGM will now be on Saturday, December 2nd at 2 p.m. here at 370 Columbia Street. Or you can go online with Zoom. We need a good turnout as we will be electing four new board members. That's Saturday, December the 2nd, 2 p.m. Thank you for your support. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. This episode is on crafts that you can get for the holidays, which is very exciting. Before talking more about crafts for the holidays, I want to play a song Frosty the Snowman by J.C. Warfeld. Thumpity thump, thumpity thump, look at Frosty go. Thumpity thump, thumpity thump, o'er the hills of snow. Frosty the Snowman was a jolly happy soul with a corn cob pup and a button nose to Snowman is a fairy tale, they say. And he made a snow, but the children know he came to life one day. There must have been some magic in that old hat that they found. But when they put it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman was as silver as could be. And the children say he'd laugh and play the same as you and me. Frosty the snowman would have run and hop a day. He said, let's run, I'll have some fun before I melt away. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. Running here and there and on the square. Hey, catch me if you can. He let them down the streets of town right to the traffic cop. He only paused a moment.
The song you just heard is Frosty the Snowman, sung by J.C. Warfeld. J.C. Warfeld is part of the Vancouver Adaptive Music Society, and the others who are performing with J.C. are Bryden, Graham, and Dave. My next guest today is Murdu, who works for Studio 73. Murdu was born in Bangalore, South India. She developed an interest in art when she was in high school and further developed this at Studio 73. She enjoys creating colorful, abstract pieces. Murdu has shown her art at markets, in local businesses, online, and at the studio. They are an arts collective. They make many different types of art, including glass and glasswork and also fine arts. Very exciting. I have bought stuff from Studio 73, like keychains that are made out of glass. So cool. Thank you so much, Murdo, for being on my show. Off the bat, what inspires people to create this art that who are part of Studio 73? That's a great question. Now I got to think about the answer to that question. Um, so we do create art by hand and it's made by ourselves and it's depending on the art and the and depending on the um piece of your art which you're creating by yourself independently by making by your, by making you choose different ideas different pictures and all that it's it's plus very we are, plus we are also creating kits according to the art piece wow which is 15 dollars wow so it's affordable mm-hmm. for everyone and they're lovely pieces yes. of art. i have one right now in my office of uh heart a glass heart that's a rainbow Mm -hmm. it's quite lovely to be in my office is is it a be kind one or is it a different one it is a glass multicolored heart i'll just pull it up right now it's a glass rainbow heart that would carry made it sorry that art piece carrie made it carrie made it oh that's Mm -hmm. wonderful it's so pretty. Sure. I like it because it is handmade by a person with a disability, which is even better because they work in accessibility services at Douglas College. So it's mm-hmm. blending the two together. I have worked in two Douglas Colleges. Yeah? Yes. What did you do for Douglas College? One I did was the retail program course. And the second one was the cashier training course in Douglas. Did you like it? Yes. That would have been so cool. It would be really good to learn how to do that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. What have been some of the positives that you've had or seen? Some of the highlights that you've seen since making your own art, Murdu? Since making my own art, I have created my own mistakes from my art piece. Yeah? Yeah. What type of art do you like to make? 
from smaller items to bigger items, like crockery and stuff like that, like balls, candle holders, trays, plate, platter. All of it. Wow. Like a lot of bowls and plates. What's your favorite thing to make? Platter. The big one. The big platters. Uh -huh. And is there a specific type of way that you like to make the big platters with? I've made one and it's in the front. I'll show you. I'll, I'll bring it in a second. Just okay. Oh, wow. That's gorgeous. And it looks like it's a glass platter and it's all different colors like light blue and dark blue and red and yellow and orange and green. It looks like a sunset. It's a rainbow Hawaiian sunset. A rainbow Hawaiian So many different colors. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it was pretty hard to make it too i bet yeah. it was very hard to make any and other questions <laughs> yeah oh there's going to be more questions what's your least favorite thing to make or least favorite thing to do while making art like what you just showed me the mold of the art the mold of the art why is that so hard why is that your least favorite thing because i hardly make any um what do you call that? Cookies or some baked stuff. Those yeah. were my least favorite. Yeah. I do cook a lot of stuff, but I cook in quite less time. It takes less time. You want something that will take more time and um, it's a little more intricate? I'm thinking. I'm, I'm not quite sure about it, but yeah. Do you like working with others and creating different things as well? Yes. What's your favorite thing about working with, in a team at Studio 73? I've done so many interviews that it's, this is my, I would say, third or the fourth interview with you right now. What's your favorite thing about working with others at Studio 73? It has been a good experience with them. Working yeah. Together with me. Did you, have you made friends with everyone? Yes. And do you go out with your friends other than making just art? Mm. Yes, some of them, yes. That'd be so much fun. Do you go to art shows as well and craft fairs? Uh, we have gone to art shows and we have also done a lot of presentations and videos. We have also made it during our class making stuff. Yeah, what type of art shows do you go to? We have been to Inclusion Art Show. We have also been to Pacific Arts Market. We have also been to Arts Council's Art Gallery and then some selling of the uh, art stuff over there. And uh, we have also done Inspire class in Richmond. Oh, yeah. so you taught others how to make art as well. and make the glassware as well yes and i've been to the inclusion art market and the pacific art market as well both of them and seen your work there yes and i think i've seen you guys at the inclusion bc conferences yes i've done a lot of conferences in my life well, conferences are fun. Conferences is like building up your own skills and questions that you're wanting to ask people, other people, sorry. Yeah, to ask, asking other people and learning from each other, right? Yeah. We have only two fuses over here, which is a tack fuse and a full fuse. 
What are those? Tag fuse is like a bumpy kind of mold, which comes into when the full fuse is where it's all flat and smooth. What's your favorite? Mine is smooth. Smooth? The full fuse one. The full fuse. It's a nicer texture than the bumpy one. Yes. That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. With that, don't go anywhere because there will be more on the self-advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. Vancouver Cooperative Radio is an innovative, non-profit community radio station with a mission to produce creative and engaging programming for communities whose voices are underrepresented in the mainstream media. We need your financial support to help us achieve this mission. By donating today, you will help us to continue to provide training and access to equipment for over 300 volunteers who produce 140 hours of original programming in over 10 languages. Our radio station is located in the heart of the downtown east side, and since 1975, we have celebrated the rich cultural diversity of the greater Vancouver area through our arts, music, and spoken word programming. Please support alternative community-based radio. Donate today by visiting coopradio.org forward slash donate or calling 604-684-8494. That's 604-684-8494. You're listening to The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. This episode is on crafts for the holiday season, which is happening right now. I am talking with Murdu, who is an artist with Studio 73. They are an arts collective that makes fused glass, gorgeous fused glass. I have bought a glass heart that is in a rainbow color, and I've bought keychains of different designs as well that are also made out of glass. It's really cool. For someone with a disability who wants to learn how to make art like making fused glass what's one piece of advice you would give to them or do you would give them an advice to make a logo of your own um piece of glass like a logo like a star or like a sign of which they're learning recently in the sign language or something like that yeah you would give them a sign or like a logo for for example excited in sign language you would make that kind of logo onto the glass piece or something yeah and then uh, sit and try to hand that out to them. Yeah, to make a logo for them so that they can start learning how to make their own business. Yeah, like to build their own sign of logo, which creates more building skills. Yeah, to... to so, make them use their own um, independent confident skills own independent confident skills so if I wanted to learn how to make class art you would say I should learn how to like build my own self-confidence like build your own self uh, confidence skills like independent skills like whichever ones you have learned already yeah throughout your college or throughout your schooling or something like that yeah he also mentioned that studio 73 did a workshop with inspire in richmond what was that like that was like 
you present your so basically I presented me and my other co-workers in front of them so that they can hear me better and also other people as well. Yeah. What did you guys talk about? We talked about like how to build up the class projects by themselves. Oh, that would have been so cool to listen to. Yeah. That's a lot of self-confidence. Mm -hmm. Like self-making of your own projects by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, own self-projects. What's some of the harder parts, the stuff that you don't like working with in a team with others? Making a poster by themselves. Making posters with them is creating like a group art or something. But if you're creating by yourself, you you get confused of what to put on your own poster piece. Yeah, creating posters with everyone. Hmm. That's not fun. Group art is not always fun. I actually made my own project once when I was in grade 10. And I was doing a chef training course. And I had to make a big, huge project for them. So for my own class uh, teacher and also with other students. That must have not been so much fun. It was fun, but it was quite a lot of work for me to work on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. How can the listener find Studio 73 and find some of your work, Merdu? They can go online onto the website and try to look for CLS reduce videos or something like that. And then yeah. one of the video will pop up on the CLS website or on the studio's website. Yeah, to go look up for Community Living Society mm -hmm. online. And look up for your videos, YouTube videos on their website and about Studio 73 as well. Yes. Are they on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? They are on... Sorry, we are on... We, we are on Facebook and Twitter and also on Instagram. If I'm on Instagram, how do I find Studio 73? You just put in Instagram Studio 73 and that will come out on the website. And for is that also with Facebook and Twitter as well? Yes. And we can see everything there? Yes. Is there something that we haven't talked about that you want people to know about you? I don't know which other questions you have for me. Is there something else that you want people to know about you and about your art? Like, do you want people to know that you really like art? Do you really want to find you or find Studio 73 and know about this even more or if you like to promote studio 73 or promote your work a lot more so for example for me i created my own um video which was to create from the glass door and i had to put that video online or I had to put that video out about to let other people know that how am I doing at the store yeah it's like a teaching to teach process. others yeah it's like a teaching process but that would have been so cool mm -hmm. you must have been so happy to see yourself on video yeah Thank you so much, Murdu, for talking with me today. 
You're welcome. Before ending the show, let's get into the holiday spirit by playing the most wonderful time of the year, which is sung by G.C. Warfield. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you Be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time season with those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings and friends come to call it's the happiest season there'll be parties for hosting and marshmallows toasting and caroling just heard is the most wonderful time of the year sung by J.C. Warfield. J.C. Warfield is part of the Vancouver Adaptive Music Society and the others who are performing with J.C. are Bryden, Graham, and Dave. This has been The Self-Advocate on CFRO Co-op Radio 100.5 FM with your host, Alison Klein. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alison Mira. If you missed any part of this show or want to listen to it again, you can find it on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you find your podcasts. To end out this show, let's put on our theme song, Better Miracle by Kiprios. Kiprios is a Vancouver-based rapper. Even though he does not have a disability, the song Better Miracle talks about having a better tomorrow, but not a miracle. Enjoy more programming, everyone. Today, my window, the sun. Came through today. Was a day I thought I'd look to my window. Felt the pain that I knew. The sun heard about it when he came to. Came through. Good looking out. I needed you today. Was a day that didn't need rain. My window looked to me to make a change. The sun rising to the occasion. Came through. Good looking out. I needed you. Oh 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 oh. oh, oh.
Won't get 